0: Sinners reconciled. <laughs> Standing by. So, the boys. Welcome back to the Shed Dogs podcast. You guys, I, you notice I didn't say welcome back to the shed? Because we're not all in the shed. KJ's there. He lives there. But this, this, episode 103... This is our Christmas episode. Joyful, oh, we're ring those die. bells, like, to hear. Ring the bells. Come on, ring, the on, ring We're celebrating and we're hoping that you're enjoying special time with whoever's allowed inside your bubble. We've decorated our relative places, we've put on our festive gear, and we're hoping to have a few laughs here and take you into the holidays with us virtually course we're hoping you're going to see us on youtube but you might just be listening for those of you that are just listening yeah we're wearing special costumes we've put up trees we've got noisemakers we're all ready for the arrival of you know gifts via amazon or something like that ho, ho, ho. So here we go
1: <laughs> ho, ho, ho is right
0: what do you say boys you want to wish our listeners a merry merry new year
1: merry christmas everyone merry, merry christmas, christmas.
0: I know I said Merry New Year. That was on purpose, just so you know. Okay, here we go.
2: Moby. Moby, you're, you're looking great, by the way. That
0: is outstanding. <laughs> huh? Is <laughs> you see it? Outstanding. Yeah, it's fabulous. Oh,
2: fabulous. <laughs> oh, nice. Oh, <laughs> my goodness. Adam, I didn't. Well, I
1: didn't did that, that just is, now while waiting for you guys.
2: This is mine here, this little Christmas tree. Yeah, there you go. But, again, if you think about Christmas broadcasts, Think yeah. about it for a sec. You thinking hard? I could see that. Yeah. They they always happen before Christmas. Always. You with me? Yeah. Skinny? <laughs> do, 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 do.
1: i got to go li- get my costume. <laughs> we're losing them. Rich, we're losing them. Well, he's, we've lost. He's gone
2: now. He, he's got a costume, but he was thinking the second episode was... Yeah. You know what I couldn't
1: find today is bells. Oh, my goodness. I don't have anything like that.
2: Oh, my goodness. I wonder if I should get my hand bell. Um, Yeah, 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 yeah. I'll go grab mine
1: just in case. That's all I got. Okay, I'll sit here in the dark. Just me by myself. Merry Christmas out there, kids. Ho oh, oh, ho oh. ho. It's beginning to look lot like Christmas. Everywhere we go finger heart Merry
2: Christmas congratulations this is actually the first time I've ever worn a Santa hat in my entire life
0: oh, well done well, I, I
2: think that our listeners
0: our listeners should just take a moment maybe have a cigarette uh, I think they're experiencing something that only Shed Dog Faithful get to experience that's RJ in a Santa hat KJ I mean, nobody can see this thing, but KJ is wearing a Red Mountain Ski Jacket jacket. It's red, it's very festive, and he's also wearing a Santa hat, and he has somehow challenged the limits of technology and come up with the Korean love fingers, you know, the that we have finger on our hats, heart, finger, finger heart, heart the fin- that we have on our hats. It's right there in his, his Santa hat.
2: It's just outstanding. KJ, I'm just reaching out to pull on your beard to see if it's real.
1: Yeah. Oh, oh Jesus.
0: Yeah, and I want to make a wish, too, oh, and I, I expect oh, you to deliver. Oh,
1: oh, oh. Merry Christmas! Hello! We're here! Welcome, Merry listeners Christmas. and viewers!
0: Look at the production If this, this doesn't send people to our YouTube channel nothing will. I, this is outstanding, I just think. Uh, the, the, there's trees, there's decorations... We look like Bing and David Bowie. What's all we're missing is David Bowie crooning some Christmas tune. It's very festive. I think you guys have outdone yourselves, and I think our listening audience, who are purely listening, do yourself a solid. Go to YouTube, find the Shed Dogs YouTube channel, and check out this video. Not for our smiling faces, although that's quite a reward in and of itself, but for the production values, like KJ in particular. Not to uh, run either of us down, RJ. Not to disrespect us. But uh, KJ has really, he's upped his game a lot. Skinny,
1: when did you put your tree up?
0: Yesterday, specifically for this recording. (laughs) Oh, (laughs) And again, about five minutes ago.
1: (laughs) Disaster.
0: So the story there, I'll just tell you the story there. Uh, God. So this tree, although it looks... Surreal in terms of its realness. It looks more real than real is what I'm trying to say. A little too real. Looking. It's very real. It's super perfect. So it's perfect.
2: Suspicious.
0: <laughs> Anyways, I was moving it into position behind me here, <laughs> and on the bottom it has a little stand that is normally in an X like that. And as I moved the tree, the X went like that and the whole tree just toppled over (laughs) and it's in segments like natural trees grow in segments so the middle segment and the upper segment well no the bottom segment and the middle segment detached from each other and this was about 231 or 232 when i'm supposed to be sitting in here being all mr holly jolly so i had to haul the whole thing up and just plop it back together It actually looks okay. It survived. I don't think I even broke
2: anything, but
0: wasn't really the kind of start I was looking for to our uh, afternoon boys. Not,
2: not at all. I read a stat on uh, those uh, artificial Christmas trees. And? And uh, after 20 years, they've paid them for themselves environmentally. Oh. You know what I mean? Yes, I do know. Yeah, that's good.
0: That's very good. And I mean, I, I think that the soil that tree farms typically use is not exactly uh, high productivity for for anything other than animal feed, probably, generally. It's, you know, it's usually kind of crap soil.
1: Oh, the dogs didn't like uh, that comment.
2: Oh, uh, the Christmassy sounds of dogs in the background. That's <laughs> very nice. It's pleasant skin.
1: Who's there? Excuse me, just... Is there right. a cougar, cougar at the door?
0: There better be. There better be just
1: some great big gigantic oh. <laughs> <Because you> guys- <laughs> Say, dad Skin, dad come and see is skinny at
2: his best when he's cranky like this yeah i think I, he's I, at did, his best yeah
1: like talking to the dogs oh i had to give Tuka
2: talking to today oh boy he was just a terror at the dog park How
1: about not? How about none of eating other dogs
2: Yeah. Like our next door neighbor had his dog there. And the first thing Tuke did was knock him over. Oh, (laughs) Tuke. Yeah, I know. And he's, he's a puppy. He's a big puppy. And he goes, I had a speaking to with that dog. (laughs) Then he proceeded to. (laughs) Oh yeah. Anyway. Welcome back PJ. I like
0: your sweater. Thank you. It's very warm, but it's very festive. Very festive. Angie, the accountant, gave me this as a Christmas gift a few years ago, a couple, three years ago.
2: Yeah, we, we, we followed the, that sweater. is well known to uh, Shed Dogs fans, I yeah, believe. Yeah,
0: I believe it's still featured on our webpage. I think it is still the costume I was wearing on our webpage. And just so everybody knows, our faithful listeners, we, uh, we do have our Shed Dogs hats, you know, to hand. It's not like we're just abandoning all tradition it's there. I do have it, but we're wearing festive hats instead today, so that's, that's what's going on with that. There you go. And yeah. in case anybody is under any misapprehension of what's going on here, this is the first ever Shed Dogs Christmas special. We're got all festive, we got all dressed up, we are going to have Christmassy music. I mean, it's all here. Uh, We're going to probably talk about some Christmas-related stuff, maybe even. Who knows?
1: What happened last year? We just not... We just sailed on
0: through in our usual... Oh, that's right, because
1: we we didn't have to Zoom or anything back then. Yeah. That's right.
2: We said a few things, I believe. Yeah. Did we? I can't even remember doing that. Uh, I think so. And how is everyone today? Well, I mean, I had to get a few things out of the way, uh... Took Took to the dog park, and he was really ill-behaved. Mm. Yeah.
0: Something in the air. The guys were not too good on their walk today. Either They were, you know, they're little guys, so you can dominate them physically, but uh, you don't want to ruin their fun, because they don't get out much, really. Three times a day is it. But, geez, they were just all over the place today. I don't know what.
2: Well, I think it should be a season of good cheer for the dogs. Yeah, absolutely. It mm-hmm. should uh, be.
0: Yeah. But I feel like the way they were behaving, you would think that an ocean of rats had run through the neighborhood leaving little scent trails everywhere because they were just (laughs) all over the place, just lit, going back and forth. But it probably wasn't rats. It was probably elves, Christmas elves.
1: I got a story. Tom's son, Ian, who plays hockey for the University of Missouri, maybe, Uh, lives in Regina, Drives down two days ago, tests positive for COVID when he gets there.
0: Ooh. The
1: the guys won't sign him because of that. He doesn't have insurance, and he has to stay for two weeks in a hotel, I guess, until everything's all better. Isn't that bizarre? Wow. And Uh, scary? uh,
0: Yeah, I think get busy with that GoFundMe page, Uncle Tom, because two weeks in the hotel is the best case. If yes, you actually get oh, sick, boy, look out.
1: Ooh, there goes the house.
0: There goes everything, yeah. Ooh,
1: that's brutal. So I don't know, I I actually haven't spoken to anybody involved personally, but uh, in other news, I finished um, Fleming last night on the North Shore, in the North Shore Studios, Good. At uh, My call time was 11.30 a.m., and I was used for exactly 15 seconds at exactly 9.15 p.m. That wow. was my day yesterday. And wow. I took my first Uber home.
2: Oh. oh, you did?
1: Yeah. That was a treat. Is that a little bit scary? No, not at all. Farshad was the guy, and it was $15. $15. North shore been, studio to my home would have been like 25 50. or 30 uh, 35 40 I bet. Mhm. So I'm thinking. So, I don't know. There you go. You're, that's their let your dollars do the walking. Talking. Yeah, I th- I think that's their model is they
2: they lose money to try and get people used to using them.
1: And then they th- apparently there are high peak times when everything just all the prices just go up yeah isn't that how it works
2: yes it is
1: when everybody's scrambling for an an uber all of a sudden they're 50 dollars instead of 15 my little entry about covid how is it with you has to do with where covid is right now and where we think it might be when this airs, for instance. Mm -hmm. Is that something, like, is that sort of blowing the whole facade of this?
0: No, no, we're... Zoom thing? We're far beyond all that at
1: this point. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. I
0: think we could just may as well go ahead and say, today's December 3rd, I believe, here we are. We're preparing for this to be released in a timely fashion for the act Christmas season which is not December 3rd in spite of everybody who put up their trees genuinely like we put them up for this podcast I'm sure nobody in this podcast ever puts their Christmas decorations up this early in the year because it's morally wrong we'll get some feedback on that I'm pretty sure but
2: yeah no I I do I'll give you quick feedback I disagree with that completely uh, in fact, uh, Sue, Sue does uh, decoration here, a decoration there around the house. Um, Your like tree isn't little, up though, is it? This is our tree. Oh yeah, we don't, we don't, <laughs> we stopped putting up real trees, I don't know, 10, 15 years back and we do have a Charlie Brown tree, which literally is just a replica of the Charlie Brown tree. It's just fantastic. Nice. Uh, yeah. But are you saying you don't put it up? Uh, sometimes. This one is the one that always goes up and sometimes we put up, it just depends on the mood. And I haven't put up the Christmas lights outside the house yet. That's coming shortly.
0: I went full trailer trash on that decision and just left them up all year.
2: Oh, that works. Yeah. They're on a timer. I used to do that and I used to get them to break every couple of years. So I finally started taking them down, but I got better models now that are easier to put them, put them back up. The way you phrased that sounded like you
0: somehow stress tested them so that they would fail every couple of years and I thought you were going to say so you had the pleasure of getting a new string Or something. I used to get them to fail every couple of years
2: No, but I didn't mean that but I could see how it sounded like that but yeah, the sunlight would just kind of Mm. Burn them out, I guess, or the all the water flowing over. Yeah, I, I think know.
0: the sunlight just deteriorates all the insulation to where it cracks, and then water gets in it, and then it's over.
1: Yeah. yeah. Well, me and Dill wrapped the three trees out front. And we use, do that. Oh, geez, every year.
2: Oh and, yeah, those were nice. And um,
1: it's higher this year because they, we Susan trimmed the tree, so they're way up there. You know, the thirty-two foot ladder and stuff like that. But I left them up one year, and. Trees grow. Who knew? Yeah, yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like they actually grow sideways, they expand. Yeah. And it just snapped those little suckers. <laughs>
2: oh, they're so strong
1: trees. Oh, did, are. You,
0: did you wrap them tight on the trunk? Is that what you mean?
1: Apparently, too tight. Yes. Oh, that's
0: very fun. Because you do see that people, and, and in the course of a year, the tree just shrugged them off.
1: At yeah, the shrug. yeah, yeah. Isn't it? Uh, I, I just found it amazing that it's that much, right? That's but, very fun. I yeah. think,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Anyway, those are up, but our uh, tree doesn't usually go up until I don't know next week, maybe. I don't know.
0: <sighs> well, okay, so then let's just edit me saying it's morally wrong to be this early. No, it's just
2: it's just December third. It's your opinion, and you have a right to it, yes. wrong or not, wrong or right. Skin, you have a a, a right to your opinions. <laughs> that's right. Wrong or profoundly stupid, you're entitled to your
0: opinions. that's it's good to know.
2: Uh. Oh, I'm glad we're giving a good amount of Christmas cheer here, guys. Oh, 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 ho, oh, oh. ho. We should have <laughs> made some eggnog. Yeah. Actually, there's a thought. What is everybody hoping for for Christmas? Anybody? You
0: guys, here's the thing. I just, for years and years and years, I have found it just so difficult to think of what I want for Christmas. I never have a Christmas You know, the things you actually want, your kids could never in a million years afford to buy you, and you can't even afford them yourself, which is why they're still on your list of things you want. So then they ask you, what
2: do you guys do about that? Well, you know, I get letters every year on how much I mean to the kids. (laughs) And uh, that's something that money cannot buy. I hate you. (laughs) I just
1: oh that's why I asked you guys about the the, the Any List thing, if you got it, because I bought Any List, except when I open it, it's just on the same Any List as our Any List, right?
2: Yeah, it so, looks the same.
1: Yeah, yeah, but it's just an extra list, so it's the household list, so we did it for Christmas, and so far in there, I've got um, grandchildren. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Do you actually nice. want
0: grandchildren? Wow. Nice. <laughs> I wow, just threw it on guy. for fun.
1: I I threw a puppy on there, too. I think Susan will probably, we might be doing that. Um, And, of course, a load of firewood, please. It's Christmas after all. Oh, yeah, for sure. And uh, the children are all moved out into, they're all in the West End in their own little humble joints, and uh, life is good.
2: In case it's not clear, my kids don't write me a deep letter on what I mean to them every year. I guess <laughs> uh, you knew that. I was aware of that, yes. <laughs> okay, and I good. was aware that you were never <laughs> going to answer my question
0: with any kind of real effort. It was just only going to be some ironic nonsense.
2: Well, we don't do gifts. We haven't done gifts in our family for a long, long time. Yeah. There's like Sue is allowed to buy some small things, you know, kind of personal items, but, but, uh. You don't do stockings? Yeah. We did stockings right up till I think five years ago. Oh. Um, even that was a kind of a stress item, you know.
1: Oh, oh um, it's all stress. All yeah.
2: stress. Yeah, so we kind of removed the stress quite a while ago. Good for you. Yeah. Heathens.
0: <laughs> I he already told me I'm entitled to my
2: opinion, so <laughs> You are let him let him rip for
0: a change, Skin. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, instead of keeping it all bottled up. Uh, no, I just never, I th- I've always found that a challenge. I, I don't know how anybody ever does gifts because I can never figure it out. Um, I guess by the same token, I've, I've never been an especially accomplished purchaser of gifts for others either. They pretty much have to tell me what they want if they're hoping to get it.
1: Any I, list, skin, go any list.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Get, get them to write it down. Yeah. That was a oh, great idea. I did ask Jennifer List,
2: at least. I don't know if I've asked the other kids. I mean, think of weddings. Those gift registries are the greatest things. They were great for us when we got married and they've always been great for us when others have gotten married. None of this fiddling around. Okay. You get a toaster, you know, check Mark. I (laughs) love that. I think that that's great. Moby, I hope you get grandkids. What are the odds? Well, heard. it's like, it's there on the list, right? So yeah. it's an, an item they could, they could select.
1: Sure. Looking forward to that. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, if you get a puppy, I think that's gonna, you know, Pu- that's the green light for grand, grandkids. Obviously puppy. dad has time in his hands and wishes to care for another living thing. So if I have a grand, a kid, ship it over to the shed and get on <laughs> with my life.
2: All good. Do you have a preference for uh, a kind of puppy?
1: Or is it a surprise I you were me thing?
2: Go with the gender. I was sure you were going there. Yeah. Do you have a gender preference as well? But yeah.
1: No, uh, Susan. Uh, um, her Ayurvedic doctor has t- knows two dogs. I think so. There's 14 puppies, and they're free, and they're sort of a cross between a golden and a German shepherd, or a golden and a. A Malamute or something like that.
2: Oh, okay. Good-looking
1: dogs. So that would be probably eight weeks from now if I'm still in the market.
2: And you had a golden before, didn't you?
1: Yeah. The thing is, is that I've never. I I I think Susan did all the work when Daisy was a puppy. (laughs) You know, I mean, I ended up being the chief dog walker. I think, but sort of the up at night at the beginning and yeah, and of course I I'd have to. Do something to the shed just so it's a little bit dangerous in here.
2: (laughs) Oh, yeah. Tail wagging can
1: be brutal. Or just eating anything on the floor. Stuff Uh, they can eat,
0: I would think, would be a thing. What about a small dog? I can recommend Chihuahuas. They don't take up much space. They've got a minimal footprint on the dog walk.
1: You can keep them on the piano.
0: (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Not a lot to pick up, you know. It's
2: it's pretty great. (laughs) Hey, Not so uh, no at all. so I had, you remember that Michael from Coquitlam wrote us uh, a little while ago about condiments. Yes. And, uh, at some length, I believe. And he yes. sent us a link to the, I believe it's called the Vienna all beef hot dog. Yep. And I think in the website you said something about how they won't ship to Canada. That's right. But, but uh, you just click a little button on that website and we'll put the link in again and basically gives you the recipe. Oh, and so, uh, we cooked them last night. We made our own. So, uh, nice. you know, yeah, we had to make a few modifications cause we were going to only shop at our local place. So, you know, we didn't have poppy seed buns. Sounds pretty important. Um, but we did have your, you know, your mustard, your, um, hot peppers. We didn't have a sport peppers, So we just used pickled hot peppers and, uh, sport peppers. Yeah. They're supposed to be sport peppers. Very important. Hey, and you know what you do with these things? Like it's sacrilege, but they tell you to boil them. And uh, I think uh, you guys probably agree that boiled hot dogs are not the usual way that you would want to do them. Is that right?
0: That's PJ? the way we had them when I was a kid. But, yeah, us
2: uh, too. Us too. I really prefer them uh, barbecued. or. So they're very particular. They don't explain why, but they're very particular that you bring the water to almost a boil or just barely a boil. And you put the hot dogs in there for 20 minutes and make sure that it never returns to a full boil. Like it's got to be either super hot, almost bubbling or, you know, mild, a mild simmer. Um, not sure why, but that's what we did. Uh, Can you go
1: back? Did you say that you actually made the hot dogs? Well, not the wieners. Oh, (laughs) oh, I thought that's what you couldn't get.
2: (laughs) Well, I believe, you know, we got, no, we got the wieners as well. And have you guys noticed if you ever buy them, because I don't think they're that popular anymore to buy at a supermarket, but wieners are tiny. No, I haven't you, noticed that. I haven't if you don't buy Smokies, the standard wiener, I'm sure there's grand, like large size, but the standard wieners are just these tiny little things. Like slightly larger than cigarettes? Donald Trump size, what I'm saying.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, sorry. So what? What? Uh, what couldn't you get... Oh, we
2: couldn't get sport peppers. We couldn't get poppy seed buns. So we just, you know, substituted where we had to.
1: Oh, oh, I thought you said something about they're only sold in Europe or something.
2: Okay, so you can actually order these if you live in the States. They will actually ship you the wieners, the buns, the poppy seed buns, the sport peppers and the celery salt and one or two other ingredients. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. So anyway, we made them last night. They were quite good. You steam the buns, which is quite a nice thing. If you think about it, you just take the buns, however many you're going to do. You take them in their bun bag. You kind of make sure the bun bag's not wide open, but that steam can get out of it. And then you microwave them. Ah. Yeah. Yeah. And then out of you're basically pull out these buns. They're nice and fresh, but they have a little bit of a moisture to them. I have to say they were quite good. Here's my so, theory
0: on the water business. I've been thinking about that. I guess if you boil them, they probably split. And if you don't quite bring it to a boil,
2: they cook right. but don't split. I bet that's Right, it absolutely.
1: Good one, Skinny.
2: Yeah. yeah I, had, I had leftovers uh, at lunch today. I had two more and I microwaved them. I wasn't going to spend nice. 20 minutes carefully simmering, you know. Nice, nice, nice. Ignatius J. Riley, wherever he is. He would approve of that, those dogs. Yes. Michael from Coquitlam, thanks for the recommendation. They were really good. Oh, and Michael from Coquitlam, you know, feel free to direct your outrage at RJ's
0: careless, careless fooling with the time-honored recipe. I mean, adaptation is all fine, but I think it was quite disrespectful. So make sure and send him a flaming hot
2: mail for that. Yeah, I, I have to agree with you. It was kind of disrespectful, but we were hungry. <laughs> Yeah, so. that that incurs
0: maximum disrespect. Hunger knows no
2: god. We didn't do deep, deep planning. Like, where do you drive to? You know, theoretically, we're not supposed to drive into Vancouver at all. You know, like you're supposed to stay in your health district. Yeah. Oh. Yep. Or I don't even know else. what my health district is. Is it? You are Vancouver Coastal. Are you is not? Correct?
0: Is that right? Yeah. Maybe?
2: Yes. Yes. We're Fra- we're Fraser.
0: No way! Uh,
2: yeah, Fraser health reason, and you know you think, oh, those Fraser guys stay away from them, right? Absolutely. But Kaiser. I think you Vancouver guys are holding back your stats. If you actually look at the curves, <laughs> you go, "What the hell is going on, Vancouver?" You know, they already got busted the one time for not giving their ICU stats.
1: <laughs> yeah. Well, so all I'm a, I know I'm is all for the whole region. Just so. Well, you know.
0: I I still feel superior Good. to Fraser because those fundamentalists out there, you know, oh, I know. we've is. got to gather, we have the right to worship and get COVID and then go into public health to get treated and you know, all yep. of that stuff. Yeah. The fundamentalist. Where's your Messiah now for them too. I
2: yeah. I know. And as long as they don't get sick, there's like, where's your COVID now? Yeah. But, yeah. Uh, but it catches up to them every time.
0: Well, so back to Moby's point a few minutes ago about where we think when this airs, I think, personally, we'll be in just full-on lockdown. And and really, the reason I think it is because school will be out anyway. A lot of people won't be working anyway. We won't take a big economic hit and the government will be seen to be taking some action. So that's what I...
2: Yeah, I mean, we're already in fairly heavy lockdown, correct?
0: Yes, except for... I mean, I, I again, I haven't looked into this, so I will actually be a bit careful about what I say. I don't know really where... The exposures are really coming from, but if I was going to take guesses top down, they would be restaurants, bars, school, and work.
1: They shut down hockey today, right adult hockey yeah yeah so
0: place. so we were shut down, they had one game on Tuesday, and then they shut down again yesterday. they done again, so
2: yeah, so those are all true, and the one big one, Sue's keeping an eye on this. A lot. And the one big one that I'm sure you guys will agree is still the old folks, the care homes. Mm. The care homes are an absolute hotbed right now. And that's hard to stop. Why? Because care homes in Canada are an international travesty. Mm. They're private. They're not part of the public system. They're not held to any kind of real standards. And the only way to make a real profit is dial back the nursing levels, dial back a whole bunch of shit. And that's what, that's what we have right now. Merry Christmas, everyone. (laughs) Hey, uh, should we do listener mail? Absolutely. We've got some,
0: we've got some excellent listener, listener mail. And I feel that we need to have a public discussion of some of that mail too. I think that's important to do.
2: Excellent. Okay. Well, hopefully I got most, if not all of it. This one's from Jesse from Montreal. Uh, He says, Hey guys, I just finished episode 97 and I have to say that it's a travesty, a travesty that Leah Courtney still hasn't been made an official dog. And we agree with that heartily. Uh, Okay. So not living in the same city probably makes it difficult for her to be on the show every week, but she at least deserves a regular segment where she calls in and tells you all the things you were wrong about in the previous episodes. (laughs)
0: Well, RJ, I, aren't you afraid that would make you
2: redundant? <laughs> <laughs> That's right. That's all I got is the uh, the, the loyal opposition. <sighs> I need a cigarette. I waited weeks to say that. <laughs> there you go. After almost a hundred episodes, the format needs a boost. And let's be honest, her letters are a breath of fresh air that doesn't come often enough. Not that I, RJ wow. isn't doing I'm wounded it, wounded by it. that. Cut to the quick, Jesse of Montreal. <laughs> yeah, he's harsh. Yeah. Not, we're gonna, not that, there's going to be a reckoning on that too, I think. But he, he corrects it in the next sentence. He says, not that RJ isn't doing a decent job of reading them. <laughs> Whereas KJ and Fiji are crap, no matter how you slice it. <laughs> well, he's not really commenting on that at yeah. this point. But he mm-hmm. says, but we all know he's not quite capturing her rapier-like wit. He says the segment name should be, Lee tells the dogs what's up. It would be a fantastic regular segment that all of your loyal listeners would appreciate. Keep up the good work. Now, now that's a fantastic idea. I think we should set up such a segment. Maybe not every single episode, but uh, yeah, I should. do think it's a really
0: good idea. But I just, I was wounded, wounded, Jesse. He's called us stale. He's called us unexciting. It's hard. He harsh. said we need to add outside talent because we're just not enough. Very I, harsh. I just, Really harsh. I'll uh, tell you uh, it's what, It's hard to keep, keep a positive attitude. Well, I think
2: what we should do then is get him on yeah, a, a couple weeks from now, I think. How about episode, yeah. uh, what is this, 102? 103, This is 103. 104? This is 103, and how about we get him up oh. for episode 105? Yeah.
0: Okay. I think that's a good plan, and uh, the danger will be that he also turns out to be way more entertaining. Well, I think that's a real problem, but it's, we can fix that in post as well. Yeah, I, I just, I, I'm, I we're going to have to really up our
2: game in post.
0: Where if did we're gonna Jesse make go? <laughs> yeah.
2: Why is he talking? Why is he slurring when he talks? <laughs> um, Something's happened to the sound. His, his mouth is moving, but I, I, there's no sound. But I think we've been slow to realize that since we are using Zoom, that makes having guests way easier than in the past you know, no scheduling the location and getting four of us sat down properly, all that kind of stuff. It's yeah, it's quite a bit easier. Okay. So that's it. That's good email Uh,
0: though. And uh, yes, I think we should look into that. Uh, We will, we'll probably get feedback on this episode and that suggestion. So that's, that's good. Look forward to hearing about that. All right.
2: Yeah. A new comment on episode 99, the time warp again is from Tim Weber. Uh, it says re 99. Hey KJ, I was slash M the hippie dude. Uh, now that, that would be a reference. KJ, what's that a reference to?
1: Uh, to the big, uh, Saturday night live musical puddin. And he starts the show out and takes our two heroes on this crazy trip to, uh, 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 re- uh rekindle their marriage. And I auditioned for it and he got it. Oh. Got so
0: it. so just to be sure that our listeners are tracking KJ, this is the production you've recently wrapped filming on?
1: Yes, yes. Just yesterday. Uh, the uh, Lauren Michaels production. That's right, yeah. All done, all done. Merry Christmas.
2: So Timothy is rubbing this in your face, is he?
1: I uh, yeah, but I'm uh, pretty sure I got way more days than he did.
2: <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe at, he said you were getting bugger handles. Uh, ha ha. Maybe he meant bigger parts or something. I don't know really what that is.
1: Bugger handles.
2: That's bugger it. handles. Maybe well, if
1: ready. he listens to this one, then maybe we can, uh, maybe he'll clarify that for us. All right. Yeah.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Right in again. That was a pleasant, pleasant surprise to know that the industry is watching.
1: Hey yeah. Tim Weber, how's it going out there?
2: <laughs> All right. Okay. Let's see. Um, we had Huey a while back saying haven't heard number one hundred yet, but I wanted to congratulate you guys on your podcast milestone.
1: Thanks, Huey.
2: Yeah, thanks. I just,
0: yeah. That was nice. I thought.
2: And then yeah, for sure. This one's from uh, Uncle Mike from Rosslyn. Hey, dogs! Congrats on making a hundred. Regarding Musty One, if you guys are listeners, remember Musty One is a YouTube channel that PJ and KJ watch on a regular basis. Uh, Mike says, I love that YouTube channel. I've been watching for a few years and agree it is very soothing. Lately, I've been watching Matt's Off-Road Recovery. It is a show about a crew that pulls stuck 4x4s out of the desert around Hurricane Utah been there, rode mountain bikes with my friends. Isn't it fun sitting in the shed again? Well, that's a little (laughs) sad, isn't it? (laughs) We're back out of the shed again, except for KJ, who's, as you can see, if you see the YouTube channel, he has an amazing setup right
1: now. No fire though.
2: And he, right, he follows up, Uh, oh no, wait, back to the restrictions to slow the spread. Well, at least you have the talent to edit, PJ. (laughs) Hmm. Oh, and congratulations on the Jesse Award. This is for KJ. Best Actor in Small Theater. That's awesome. Uh, I really like the stories of the SS McNulty. I actually delivered Joanne to university in it. That's the, uh, the truck. Had to change oil near Elkford. Pulled into a gravel pit to dump. Bad, bad now. Loved the dirty dancing plot discussion, Rich. Now skin does not have to watch it. Uncle Mike from Rosslyn. And I'll just
0: tell you, Uncle Mike, skin does not plan to watch it either, just, just to be clear. I, I just don't think it could ever hold a candle to the plot review that we got treated to there, so no.
2: Did you at least watch the couple links I sent, you know, just a couple yeah. minutes? Yes, yeah. I did watch yeah. a little bit. Of You've this. seen all you need to see pretty well. <laughs> yeah, that's right.
1: Hey, I uh, right. I watched um the guy take apart, uh I don't know, this two-stroke engine in i don't i don't i assume it's musty it's it's the guy who did the forklift and
0: that is musty one yeah, yeah. I, I did finally see that forklift episode just the oh my day,
1: god it was 45 minutes or something but it's just the most interesting thing in the world to watch i it tell really you really is if you really
0: want to have some fun and i i'm sorry listeners i know that for many of you this is just idiocy but <laughs> kj if you want to really have fun check out what a video when he uh does work on a volkswagen engine because he's a volkswagen nut and he explains as he goes what all the bits and pieces of the engine do and it's it, what's interesting really about it is it shows you the design considerations that went into those engines on all of those volkswagens through till about 1974 or so how they work what little things you got to watch out for why certain cylinders fail before other cylinders, all that kind of stuff. It's really fun. Yeah. Um, And just, yeah, he does it all the time. And yes,
2: he does two-stroke engines all the time. Well, that one I'll have to have a look at because having owned a Beetle myself, and I think anyone our age has some kind of romantic, you know, memories of those classic 60s and early 70s Beetles. They were pretty amazing. Yeah. And Mike and Jute were always working on theirs always had Mm -hmm. special things going on
1: yeah it's really uh, really fun anyway back to the um two stroke which i the guy takes it apart and everything he says well let's see if if this is going to do this and he just experiments right and he actually gets this thing running with half the engine open and so you can see the piston on the other end and this side it's been broken that's why the engine failed in the first place there's no piston there or anything he's fished out all the little parts at the bottom of it and then he runs it with the camera looking inside the motor and the other ones I'm yeah. in I, I'm just that's uh that's I thought, just fun I,
0: I thought I mentioned that one actually because I did see that video and I didn't even know motors could do that I, I just didn't think it was possible for any two cylinder motor because it's uh two stroke I guess Just runs. It just develops half the power that it used to because now it only has one cylinder. I did see that one, and one of the fun things about it. Not only do you get to find out that it does it, but you know, we tend to have a certain amount of illiteracy around RPMs. So you know, you kind of say uh, most most motors idle sort of around a thousand RPM, eight hundred something like that, and you don't really think about it. But when you see how fast those parts are flying around in there when they're going like. 2000 revolutions per minute that's a whole bunch every second That stuff's just flying around in there it's kind of amazing to actually see that all the motors that run that we take totally for granted they're just flying around in there and then you start thinking yeah and they've been doing it for like 150 years too
1: yeah
2: yeah. all these motors are just crazy
1: i mean that's (sighs) fun thanks for reminding us mike
2: yeah Yeah, thank you and, and PJ, I believe we have one more piece of listener mail.
0: Yeah, that's right. It was uh, from Lee of Courtney. She sent one right after Mike of Ross and Uncle Mike, and it was in regard to our 100th episode, the dog's climactic lift. And she said, uh, happy centenary dogs. Nicely done. I always like a good movie discussion, although as one who can lip sync to about 500 movies made in the 30s, 40s, and 50s, the golden <laughs> age of Hollywood, considering Dirty Dancing and Risky Business quote classic movies unquote was a bit difficult for me but nonetheless PJ you should go see Dirty Dancing and KJ you should definitely see Gone with the Wind Scarlett could absolutely put Baby in a Corner
1: <laughs> good indeed. job I'll good job all being, over that,
2: yeah and I appreciate yeah. that you said Baby in a Corner and not the Corner got that, <laughs> got that <laughs> well, quote right
0: She's probably can Uh, honestly she probably can and there's another one from her too with regard to uh episode 99 and she refers to that as the Wayne Gretzky episode on the edge of your centenary amazing and way to go nice tight episode the Dennis story that's brother Dennis of Rossland is incredible it's the kind of thing that could be a movie A sad, strange, better-call-Saul type movie. And KJ's new gig, Schmigadoon. Seriously? A Seven Brides Brigadoon spoofy show. Only a Canadian comedy genius could even think that up. I'm trying to picture it and still quite can't do it. But I'd rather try to picture it than picture the creepy ASMR videos. (laughs) Because in that episode... (laughs) Creepy. Again, I'm wounded. We're just being battered here in this session. But yeah, creepy...
2: do you find ASMR videos not creepy?
0: I think she was referring to our attempts to do ASMR-type speaking right here in the podcast. Okay.
1: what? I'm sorry, what is that referring to?
0: Well, those those videos that people go to sleep to, they use to relax.
1: Oh, right, so right.
0: Everything is whispered. Oh right. And I think
1: Lee probably found us whispering <laughs> creepy.
0: <laughs> I'm with RJ. Those things are only viewable for about 20 seconds before I have to look away and shut it off. So it's probably not just us, it's everybody. And one question about this episode, did I hear KJ say he's never been to Ambleside? Never? I'm more than a little shocked. Maybe you should do an episode where you all reveal really well-visited spots in the Lower Mainland that you've (laughs) amazingly never been. (laughs) Finally, good call on the BC election. We came out with a good majority, as PJ and RJ predicted. Nice punditry dogs.
1: All right.
0: The panel.
1: I've never been to the suspension bridge. All right. Either
0: of them? The Capilano suspension bridge. There's
1: more than one. <laughs>
0: oh my good lord. Absolutely. Here in lynn Valley, you know, where the air is clean and the people are also clean. That didn't come out right. Um there's the Lynn Valley suspension bridge, which is free, unlike the Capilano suspension bridge, which costs an arm and a leg to go on. The Lynn Valley one doesn't have fabulous light decorations, but you can just drive over there and walk across it. And it's pretty epic. So
2: it's not open right now for COVID reasons, I believe, but it's pretty
0: epic when it is open.
2: Yeah, that would make sense. Like a lot of trails are open, but a bridge like that, you have to pass people within like six inches.
0: You pretty much got to rub
2: shoulders on that thing. It's pretty mm-hmm. narrow. So I am. I've thanks, never Lee. I've never been to Tiddly Cove.
1: Me neither. Where's that? Near Ambleside.
2: <laughs> it's, yeah, it sounds like it, doesn't it? But it's near Ambleside, I think. Is that right, PJ? I don't know. I don't know where Tiddly Cove is. I do
0: think I'll it is near Tiddly. Ambleside.
1: We'll go Tiddly Cove, Morton's Harbor, Tiddly Cove.
2: My dad used to say Tiddly Cove like only, you know, really snooty people went there, right? Oh, I suppose you could go to Tiddly Cove. <laughs> <laughs> There's a certain sneer whenever he said it. It's a yacht club. What, Tiddly Cove? Uh, well, and, and there's the Tiddly Cove Montessori School, don't you know?
0: And there we've come to the end of the Christmas special by now. You're probably, yeah, you're probably sleepy. You've probably taken in like mm. several pounds more food than is healthy that for you. That was just marvelous. Yeah, it was super good. And now you're going to have to revive yourself by taking in a whole pile of sugar and chocolate. Uh, That's the only way out of the torpor introduced by too much turkey, uh, I'm pretty sure. Years of experimentation have told me this is the case. Thanks for coming with us. We hope you had fun. We certainly did. Absolutely send us in any remarks you may have. We send out our good wishes to you and your loved ones right now. We hope you're taking care. Yeah, okay, so this Christmas, maybe not everybody's idea of perfect, but we hope you've managed to make it enjoyable all the same. We know we're going to So take care of yourselves, and we'll talk to you again soon. Bye.
2: Bye. Bye Bye-bye.